Alibaba is an unusual name for a Chinese company. Its founder, Jack Ma, a former English teacher, is an unlikely corporate titan. Yet, the house that Jack built is home to the largest virtual shopping mall in the world, soon to overtake Walmart in the amount of goods it sells. The company's IPO on the New York Stock Exchange in September 2014 raised $25 billion, the largest stock market flotation in history. In the months that followed, Alibaba's shares soared, making it one of the top 10 most valuable companies in the world, worth almost $300 billion. Alibaba became the most valuable Internet company in the world after Google, its shares worth more than Amazon and eBay combined. Nine days before the IPO, Jack celebrated his 50th birthday, the soaring value of his stake making him the richest man in Asia. But since that peak, Alibaba's life as a publicly listed company has not gone according to plan. Its shares fell by half from their post-IPO peak, even briefly falling below the initial offer price. Investor concerns were sparked in early 2015 by a surprising entanglement with a government agency over intellectual property, then fueled by the slowing Chinese economy and volatile stock markets, which dragged down Alibaba's shares in their wake. Despite the ups and downs of the stock market, with a dominant share of the e-commerce market, Alibaba is uniquely well-positioned to benefit from the rise of China's consuming classes. Over 400 million people, more than the population of the United States, make purchases on Alibaba's websites each year. The tens of millions of packages generated each day account for almost two-thirds of all parcel deliveries in China. Alibaba has transformed the way Chinese shop, giving them access to a range and quality of items that previous generations could only dream of. Like Amazon in the West, Alibaba brings the convenience of home delivery to millions of consumers. Yet this comparison understates Alibaba's impact. Taobao, its online shopping website, has given many Chinese people their first sense of being truly valued as a customer. Alibaba is playing a pivotal role in China's economic restructuring, helping move the country away from a made-in-China past to a bought-in-China present. The old China growth model lasted three decades. Based on manufacturing, construction, and exports, it delivered hundreds of millions out of poverty, but left China with a bitter legacy of overcapacity, overbuilding, and pollution. Now a new model is emerging, one centered on catering to the needs of a middle class estimated to grow from 300 million to half a billion people within 10 years. Jack, more than any other, is the face of the new China. Already something of a folk hero at home, he stands at the intersection of China's newfound cults of consumerism and entrepreneurship. His fame extends well beyond China's borders. A meeting and a selfie with Jack is coveted by presidents, prime ministers and princes, CEOs, entrepreneurs, investors, and movie stars. Jack regularly shares the stage with the world's political and corporate elite. A masterful public speaker, more often than not, he outshines them. To go on stage after Jack is a losing proposition. 
In a remarkable reversal of protocol, President Obama even volunteered to act as moderator for Jack at a Q&A session during the November 2015 APEC meeting in Manila. At the World Economic Forum in Davos in January 2016, Jack dined with Leonardo DiCaprio, Kevin Spacey, and Bono, along with the CEOs of the Coca-Cola Company, DHL, and J.P. Morgan Chase. The founder of another China internet company remarked to me, it was almost as though Alibaba's PR department was writing Obama's script. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg has been demonstrating his commitment to learning Mandarin Chinese in speeches he has made since 2014, starting at Tsinghua University in Beijing. But Jack, English teacher turned tycoon, has been wowing crowds in both English and Chinese at conferences around the world for over 17 years. I first met Jack in the summer of 1999, a few months after he founded Alibaba in a small apartment in Hangzhou, some hundred miles southwest of Shanghai. On my first visit, I could count the number of co-founders by the toothbrushes jammed into mugs on a shelf in the bathroom.